So I went in there, I go, you gotta do a show on surfing and skateboarding, you're right in the middle of Pleasure Point, it's, it's perfect. And she goes, we don't do sports. I'm like, fuck, right? I said, well, you should think about it, because first, second of all, your audience that listens to KSDO are, are all 80 years old and above, and pretty soon they're all gonna be dead. So unless you have unless you have an infusion of some youth, and I'm not young, but let's get some surfers in here, some skateboarders, some youth in here. This whole place is going to die because your audience is going to be dead. That's Neil Pearlberg, and you're listening to this Ocean Life podcast with me, Josh Peterson. All right, hey everybody, real quick before we dive in deeper with Neil. I just want to let you know that I'll be rolling out a new blog and newsletter very soon. Uh, the idea here is to expand this ocean life with more stories, current events, and a bunch of other fun stuff for you to read in between podcast episodes. You can sign up on my website at www.thisoceanlife.tv and get these delivered every other week to your inbox. As always, I appreciate your support of the podcast very much uh, by subscribing on your podcast app, giving a follow on Instagram or Facebook, and pledging monthly support on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Podcast. Anything and everything helps, and I really, really appreciate you all, and thanks for listening today. Neil Pearlberg surfs, SUPs, writes, and talks on all things skate and surf. As co-host of Off the Lip Radio Show, Neil has been documenting the colorful surfing and skateboard lifestyle of Santa Cruz, California for over a decade. With over 375 episodes, Off the Lip Radio Show shares the stories and perspectives from famous big wave chargers, local shapers, musicians, technologists, skaters, and much more. Today, Neil takes us through his days writing for the local newspaper, starting Off the Lip Radio, and being an early adopter of stand-up paddleboarding in Santa Cruz. We hear his perspective on the evolution of Santa Cruz surfing over the last decade, sharing thoughts on the hotbed of talent and crazy characters that Santa Cruz waters have produced. Neil pulls no punches and tells it like it is. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Good, man. Well, I'd love your stuff for sure. Um, Thank you. So then what, do you, what are you doing these days, Neil, to stay sane during the COVID lockdown? And here we are, like six-ish weeks, maybe more now. Jeez, time's flying. Uh, what are you doing to stay sane, man? Going surfing. That's yeah. me. That's the key. Get in the ocean. Go surf. If I can do that, and you know, the, that's like my my ship is right. You know, uh, I stopped doing the shows to begin with for like like a couple of weeks. I stopped doing the shows, and then uh, I got a lot of phone calls and emails going. Neil, you got to do the show. You got to continue the yeah. show. So I'm like, is anybody going to show up? And that, and everyone I asked to come on the show said yes. They got nothing else to do. <laughs> Right, bands and you know, bands and people, roof. They got nothing else to do but like come yeah. talk, you know. So yeah. we do it at the, you know, as you know, we do it at the boardroom. And it's got plenty of space and uh, nice backdrop and and uh, so I got like used to just do one show a week. Now I'm doing like three or four. Yeah, I saw that man. You've been absolutely busting them out. I mean, and that's a great thing. I mean, what a great thing to do while we're locked down. You can't really go do our normal stuff. Is hunker down get some mics out get some guests and you got here in santa cruz you know where we are setting context everybody a wealth of yeah. you know stories and people ready yeah. to jump on yeah and just let them let them come on and let them talk or have a, a yeah. band come on and have a band come on and let them play they want to play yeah yeah that's so you cool know? so we're talking about off the lip radio which is your show but um and your co-host as well but i mean give us some background on this thing because it's cool i mean 
I was on it years ago. It's just a neat local, not only just a local radio show, now with the podcast world, it's like worldwide, which is rad. So how'd this thing come to be and where are you at with it today? Uh, it started when I was, I used to write for the Sentinel. I wrote surf articles for the Sentinel. And then one day they called me and they, they called me, my friend Julie Jag was the editor. And she goes, Neil, we have no money. We got no money. We got no money to pay you anymore. We'd, we just can't pay you. And at that very minute, I was driving by KSCO. I mean, literally, I was going right by the door. I must have been surfing or something. And I pulled in. And I walked into KSCO. And I, I know the lady, Rosie, that was there. She knew me. My brother used to work there. I said, Rosie, you, got, you guys are in the middle of Pleasure Point. In the middle of Pleasure Point. You guys got to have a show on surfing and skateboarding. Because hmm. my, my co-host and my dear friend, he's been with my friend before that, my friend TC from the boardroom, he always used to say to me, Neil, in this town you're born with a surfboard under one arm and a skateboard under the other. <laughs> so I went in there. I go, you got to do a show on surfing and skateboarding. You're right in the middle of Pleasure Point. It's it's perfect. And she goes, we don't do sports. I'm like, fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. I said, well, you should think <laughs> about it because – First, second of all, your audience that listens to KSCO are, 80, are all 80 years old and above. And pretty soon, they're all going to be dead. So unless you, have, <laughs> unless you have an infusion of some youth, and I'm not young, but let's get some surfers in here, some skateboarders, some youth in here, this whole place is going to die because your audience is going to be dead. Yeah. I left it. And she goes, let me think about it. It's all right. So a couple weeks go by, and I call her back. She goes, come in and talk to us about it. I came in and talked to her about it, and – um that whole thing was funny too. The whole thing of doing the, I, I, she said, yes, you, you can do it. We'll do the show, but you're going to have a podcast, right? And I go, I mean, you're going to have a, a, a co-host. I said, I hadn't thought about it, but she goes, no, you need like four or five co-hosts. And I go, why oh, four or five? <laughs> I go, why do I need four or five? She goes, well, because you guys are just a bunch of surfers. You're not going to show up. <laughs> we, we, on a Tuesday night at seven o'clock, you guys aren't going to show up and we're fucked. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I, 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 she goes, you need to get some people that need to get, so you need to get a co-host. So I, I immediately thought of TC because I've TC. Uh, I used to have this event at the Yacht Harbor called the Santa Cruz, the dog jam, which was a, a dog show on water. It was yeah. really popular. It was, you know, people on paddle boards put the dog on, and then they were remember that. Fancy, yeah. fancy dress, and there was races <laughs> and shit. And TC had the mic, and he was my, TC was hysterical. Like, that's my, and I, so I was natural. Like, he's natural. So I talked to TC, and he goes, No, dude, I can't fucking do this. There's no way. I, can, I got two stores, I got two kids. I'm out. I'm like, Would you just be like a temporary I'm like backup? Let me get a back. You can be the backup. So he goes, that's fine. So I, I, so that I had to think about who else I could get a, as a co-host. And I go, I needed a skateboarder because my skateboarding knowledge is not as good. It was, it was terrible. Yeah. So I, uh, I thought about it, thought about it. And I knew Jimbo Phillips because I just did, wrote an article about Jimbo in the paper. And I went and saw Jimbo. Well, Jimbo doesn't say very much. You know Jimbo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you know, scary saying, hand. Yeah, if he, that's his dad. But his, Jimbo, his, oh. his son, Jimbo, I, I he doesn't say very much. So I, I went to his house twice and I talked him into it. I just was, I was on him. I was on him. I was on him. And he said, yes. So Rosie KSCO goes, okay, you guys are to come down here and rehearse UTC and Jimbo. And so we did. 
they wanted a week's worth of rehearsals. No other, no other show had ever had does ever rehearsed for. But wow. she asked us to come down for five days and rehearse. So the first day we were there, um, TC and I like rapping, like you and I are talking, right? We're talking, right? Yeah. Yak and forth, yak, 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 yak. And Jimbo's over there like this. <laughs> Jimbo, say something. The say something, man. The fucking microphone is not even on. Say something. <laughs> So he's like, he's like, said two words. I mean, TC and I back, and then we the, the rehearsal was over, and TC's like, dude, I gotta do this with you. This is gonna be fucking yeah. fun. Meanwhile, t- meanwhile, Jimbo literally got up and ran. He's out. And, uh, yeah, and he texted me. He couldn't have been fifty yards from down the KSO. Texted me, he goes, "I'm out. I can't do this with you." Meanwhile, TC's going, "I'm in." So I texted with Jimbo back, and I said, Jimbo. I'll let you out of your contract. Which yeah. is logo. I'll let you out of our agreement, but you have to draw me a logo. Yeah. Ah, good call. That's how you got it. Two hours later, I got a logo. Two he was hours. done, man. He's out of here. Don't call me again. You want to get, get a logo from Jimbo right now? Wait two years. <laughs> so That's I had classic. a logo. I had a logo. I had my, co- my co-host, and we were set. And then You're we, rolling. we picked the first guest. I mean, like, who was my first guest going to be? Bob Pearson, yeah, legend. Yeah, and then, the, then the, um, you know, there's we've had a million guests on since the show started, and then the, the KSCO thought we'd last like three months. Yeah, and we, you know, seven years later, we're still going. Yeah, wow. So the typical format, I know right now it's a little bit strange with the lockdown, but what's you guys? Is what it's like once a week? Is that the format usually? Well, we, when I was at, when I was at the radio station, I was stuck. My show was Tuesday seven to eight p.m. Mm. Every Tuesday, seven eight p.m. Well, now I can do a show whenever I want. Yep, yep. Right, got it. I did a so you guys have morphed, yeah. So you, you moved know? out of KSCO, which is a local Santa Cruz AM radio station, to the boardroom, which is you know board shop here in Santa Cruz, and that's where you guys do these now. Yeah, yep. guy, guy said to me, "Neil, you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there and do show." Now it's all podcasts. The people doing podcasts or Facebook Live. I get a huge audience on Facebook Live. So that's cool. And then, uh, now we can do a show whenever we want. So I don't, I'm not stuck with Tuesday at eight at seven o'clock. Yeah. A lot yep. of times a guy will come to town, like a surfer will come to town and he'd be here Friday through Sunday. I can't interview the guy. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. stuck with that one time. Now I can interview somebody whenever, whenever, wherever I want. Yeah. So the format is, but it's like, I mean, it's similar to this. What we're doing is just like telling stories, talking about somebody, what they're doing today, but also like back in the day. So who, who, I mean, I know it's three, you have so many, like 370 something guests. I mean, do you have one or two that really stand out as like your most favorite for whatever reason? I think, uh, you know, I, if, no. It's a hard one. I mean, you can get, if I start rattling off names, you're going to go, yeah. like, oh my God, how can you, you, you know, Vince Car- VC, Vince Collier. Yeah. yeah. VC was unbelievable. Barney. Uh, yeah. It's pretty uh, rad. Like, as we we're Wayne, mentioning, Wayne Lynch. Yeah, I saw that uh, one. You could. It's. Uh, I don't. It's very hard to choose one person. Yeah, yeah. What's so cool too is cat. Like we were mentioned before we started this, capturing a slice of somebody's life digitally via this recording, Facebook Live. You also maybe record video to have available for future generations or somebody 
who's right now can hear that person's story perspectives, et cetera. Right. Like some of these guys you mentioned are pretty famous and there's articles, there's videos, there's all kinds of stuff. But some of the folks you have on, like just maybe don't have articles or bios written about them that stories are handed, you know, passed around by mouth, word of mouth, you get them on there, you know? So what, so what do you, how do you select the folks you grab on? I mean, is it just like you hit an well, Instagram local and find somebody? What do you do? First of all, you don't, when I wrote, when I wrote for the paper, you, like, a, like say Doug Hout, for example, right? I can get three quotes from Doug Hout. Not quotes, not good, in, you know, that doesn't tell the story. If I have a radio show, Doug Hout can come on for an hour and tell his story. Yeah. But even an hour is not long enough. Mm -hmm. So what we do, what, what, what I did was, at the, at the very beginning of the show, we want, TC and I goes, we're going to record all the surf and skate history in Santa Cruz and beyond. Mm, that's right. That's what I wanted to do, right? Record everybody. So Doug Howe, we started, we, we had Doug Howe, and we got Doug, we're going to start, what, the first show is going to be in the 50s. The second Doug Howe show will be in the 60s. The third Doug Howe show, we'll talk about the 70s, mm -hmm. decade by decade. So That's you odd. get these guys, it's like the, the Tonight Show, the people have, they have to come back. Yeah, yeah. Because, like Rufo, Rufo was our second guest. It was our second, my second show was, was Anthony Rufo with his jailer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when he was in jail for yeah, a year? Yeah, yeah. His jailer was <laughs> sitting quietly beside him. No, while they he, were was, talking. he was. They were our guests. <laughs> That's I, like, I, I like, can't oh. top that one, man. <laughs> I go. I said to Rufo, remember the second show? He goes, oh, he goes. Is that Steve Gagnon? I go, yeah, you're fucking jailer <laughs> from Roundtree up here. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> oh man, that's so rad. So as you mentioned, like you started in, in a local AM radio station. Yeah. You evolved into podcasting because that made sense. Now you're talking like Facebook Live, which is, you know, live video stream. I mean, uh, do you see something next? Are you kind of maxed out with what you're doing right now? Uh, I just follow, I just copy people. Like, guy, what's coming? Yeah. I ask somebody who's an expert, what, what yeah. am I supposed to do? Because I don't know. I don't, this Squadcast thing or. I, now I've gotten used to Facebook Live, and I've start, you get you, once you start doing it, you get it becomes easier. I mean, like Tyler Fox just gave me this thing, right? Yeah, cool. This gimbal, right? Right for the. For the I phone. do these videos. I am fucking when I see the box and the instructions, I'm a fucking stress case, right? <laughs> how's it, right? How's this thing work? Right? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, or, take it on the road with you. <laughs> how's that thing? I, I don't know how the fucking thing works. Yeah, I've classic, been YouTubing man. it, YouTubing it. The instructions are like this thick. Yeah. Oh, and geez. I'm like, oh my God. I, I'm not that type of guy. You know, I, <laughs> I just, I'm old school. Dude, I love it. I love it. But what's cool too is like, you know, as you talk about seven ish years of doing what you've, you're, you've been doing and, yeah. you know, you and TC together. I mean, you're able to kind of piece together this really interesting perspective on Santa Cruz surfing culture, which is arguably one of the first one. It's you know legendary old school, whether it's Surf City versus Huntington, I think it is. But, you know, it's been around forever. And you got, I'd imagine, probably just chatted with the majority of people who have been impacts and or um, leaders in that. So over the years, I mean, what's your perspective? Have you seen on Santa Cruz surf culture talking to the old school Doug Houts 50s, 60s up until now, until, you know, 2020. I mean, that's an open-ended question, but. I probably, the wrong, I don't have, really, I don't really have a right to comment on that. I think that's yeah. for, the, for the, for the senior people, the Rufos and mm -hmm. the Fleas and like the, 
when I interviewed the, the, the three, uh, three last surfers from the Santa Cruz Surfing Club, Harry Mayo, Bob Rittenhouse, and Doug Thorne, all in their 90s. Doug passed away. Yeah. But they, they first started surfing here in the 30s. Those guys can comment on surfing. I can't yeah, comment on cool. it. I can't comment on it. I can't. I'm from England, for Christ's sake, you know. Yeah. And like, been here, since, <laughs> been here since 1981, and then started a surf show seven years ago. I'm so. I don't. I, I can't comment on the surfing. The, the Harry Mayers of the world, and the old yeah. guys, and Bob Pearsons, and the Doug Houts, the Rich Novaks. They have a right to comment. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's classic. But what no, about I, the last? I, Go ahead. I have the the show. I, I've never gone back and looked at any of the shows. I don't go back and edit them. I don't go back and listen to them. I just don't. Because I, no I can't. No, I can't stand my voice. You know, your own voice. <laughs> and I think I think Peter Mel said it best when he came on the. Peter Pete's been on the show a bunch of times, but Pete said, "Neil, you know what? You're so fucking bad that it's that it's good. <laughs> that it's good. <laughs> I like that one because that's so the funny." That's what he said, yeah. and, and and so therefore, I never go back listen to the shows. I post them on Facebook. Just let him rip. The guy wants me to edit them and blah 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 blah. No, here, uh, get rid of it. Put it on Facebook. Put it on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. Get here, and then I I don't want any. I just let people enjoy it. Let people listen. I hope people listen to the Rufo show right now. Listen to some stories. Because uh, it's not about me. I'm just a guy who decided yeah. to have a show. You know, it could have yeah, been yeah. you or it could have been anybody else. <laughs> well, are you going to listen to this one? Because now no. you, this one's about you. Oh, you no. got to listen to yourself. No. <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> After seven years, that's funny. I mean, it does take – nobody likes listening to their voice for sure. I grin and bear it. But I love Pete Mel and that's how I'm gonna start using it. Is people's like, oh, your, your voice is perfect. I'm like, dude, are you like smoking crack? My voice is so nasally and so lame, and I talk too fast and I stumble over my words. But like you, it's like people kind of get an ear for your voice, and then they're like, it's part of the show, you know. But right. when you're the one speaking, it's really hard to get down with it. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I'm just I don't like it. I don't listen to the shows. I listen to the first all it when I. When I get my MP3 file, I listen to the first five seconds to see that mm. it's working. Yeah. Then I'll go forward on it to see if it's still working half an hour, and then I'm done. I'll, yep. I, I get rid of it. You're good. You're out of there. Another, That's but, nice. But another, uh, the other best guests on the show, and I don't remember any, anybody's names, is the kids, mm. the Groms. Yeah. They, they say the Groms are the best. They, say the, they just say what's in their mind. Oh, yeah, I love him. I love him. Ask Doug Hout, hey, Doug, can we tell that story about this? Oh, no, 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 no. Rich, hey, Rich Novak, can we tell that story? Yeah. Oh, fuck, you fuck, no, fuck, no way. Yeah. You cannot tell that. You ask a kid something? They, they, Just let it go. Yeah. I know. I love them. Yeah. We have them on too. They're so rad. We've had a few of the West Side Groms on just talking about junior guards and paddling and everything in there. It's so rad because I love that aspect too because it's like it's one thing to record you right now, which is cool. But imagine if you had a recording of yourself when you were 13, right. frothing Grom at the lane, mm -hmm. like, and then 40 years later, you listen to yourself, you know, like that would be cool. Cause I, it's like, I think I have a little imagery of my days when I was 13 at the lane and I'm like, oh, I kind of remember, but not really, but it'd be rad to hear yourself, you know, from back then. Right. In life. And I think what you're doing, the same thing I'm doing is like, you, you know, a hundred years from now, people can go back and listen to the, yeah. the Doug house like? and they can yeah. The Vince Colliers and the Rufos and everyone else, the Nat Youngs and 
whoever else has been on the show, they can go back and listen to all these people. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's cool. It's way cool. It's way yeah. cool. So as you mentioned, you're from England originally, man. So yep. what, were you already like a water guy out there surfing and stuff? And how did you get soccer make player. your way here? Soccer. soccer. Yeah. yeah. I played soccer professionally. For, was it football? Uh, yeah, so football. <laughs> and then uh, I I came here when I was like uh, about 20 years old. I left. And then uh, I've been here. I've never, like the Eagles said, you can check out, but you can never leave. Right, I've never right. left. I'm still here. I've never left here. Were you already surfing before you came here? I never was. Never saw a surfboard in my life. You really? Uh-uh. So that, how'd you find Santa Cruz? I bumped into Santa Cruz because I was, long story short, I was visiting a friend in Watsonville who I who uh, I knew I could get a place to stay in Watsonville. You know where Watsonville was. Yeah. And then that my friend took me one day to Santa Cruz. I saw the boardwalk and I just saw the the hmm. beach and the ocean. I'm like, oh my God, this place is unbelievable. And I, I had not even gone anywhere near it. Still didn't know what surfing was. Right. And it wasn't until years later when um, I decided to quit drinking. So I decided to quit drinking. I'm an Englishman. I can drink beer. You know, I, can, yeah. so I decided back then I had, a, I had a young kid and I was, I was drinking too much. I decided I got to quit. So I just stopped. But the problem was, is that I play. I usually like to play golf and be involved with sports. Yeah. Over drinking, and I go. I gotta do a sport that doesn't involve boozing. <laughs> what is it? And I thought about it, and I I, I don't know how it came about. Came about, but I said, I'm gonna take a surf lesson. I'm gonna try surfing. I'm gonna take that. That looks like that looks like that looks fun. And I got I took a surf lesson from Richard Schmidt. Yep. Himself, he taught. He was the guy. It was like two two other people, me and Richard. Wow. At, at sharks, yeah. <laughs> and to this day, every time I see he comes on my show, he's been on my show, the show a bunch of times. And every, one of the one of the best shows was Jeff Clark and Richard Schmidt, by the way. Oh wow! But, uh, but um, I always thank him every time I see him. I don't give a shit how how many years ago it was or how many times I thank <laughs> him. I always go, you know, Richard, I'm going to thank you again, my friend, because you you taught me how to surf, and you did it, and uh, it's you've you you know changed my life. Yeah, yeah. I thank the guy. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. When when was that? That you that you kind of got in, interested in it? He must have been. My son must have been four. It must have been uh, uh, twenty years ago. Tw- yep. Twenty five years ago. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, at some point, twenty five years ago. Yeah, yeah, man. So, and then you just start. You got into it. You got hooked. It became an obsession. The ocean, everything. I mean, and then. It's were you serve? I mean, were you longboard and shortboard? And what was your kind of thing? I, I only I, I only knew how to longboard. Hmm. I've never rode a shortboard. Yep. I only knew how to longboard, and then um, uh, I just I didn't have the skills to. I, I don't remember. I don't remember why I did why I didn't try. You know, you don't remember something. My memory yeah, is terrible. Sure. I don't remember what I have for breakfast, but I don't remember why I never tried shortboarding. Yeah. I remember. My, I remember my son wanted me to try his fish one day, and I put my hand in the middle of his fish. I'm like Quinn. What the fuck? Where's the rest of me supposed? Where's the rest? Where's the rest of the rest of me supposed to go? Don't ride that thing. Get it out of here. You know? But my son, we I've been surfing with my kid for, which is you have kids. I do. Yeah, three teens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. My my you know, surfing your kid is it's that's the best it gets. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Really does. Yeah. And then so at some point then and I I can't I have my notes so I can't find it now. Like you got into SUP as well and you had you put together like a little mini business around it right what was that uh my a friend of my uh, bob pearson said you want to tr- you should try this pal sup i'm like 
okay. And me being naive, I paddle thing, and I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. I remember going out at Sharks, right? And people are like, what the fuck is this thing? And yeah. you got the, this thing was eleven six. Yeah, I didn't Taker. know how to. I didn't know how to ride it. I'm falling in. People screaming at me, <laughs> right? And I fell it a thousand times until Bob goes, "All you need to do is look at the horizon." And for me, for me, when I was surfing before I paddleboarded, surfing was Nirvana. You know, I didn't need to ride a shortboard. I didn't. What I had was, was Nirvana. I probably had. I don't know what board I had, but it was that was. It couldn't get any better than that. And then I started paddleboarding. I don't know why I did, but I just did. I fell in a million times. It was f- super frustrating until yeah. Bob goes, "Look at the horizon," and then I, I was off and running. But people, but people hated me because I, I was one of the first to be in a paddleboard. Right. And it was just you know I I tried I tried going to cows because it was friendly, but people were like fuck get that back. Yeah. <laughs> People hated me, but the you were thing, like total pioneer. That was what, like two thousand eight ish or something, or uh, oh, man, I remember it was back way back twenty five years somewhere ago. on. Yeah, man, like that was like early, early, early days. And I mean, we'll get, in, we'll get into the, the, the today of SCP, and I want to compare and contrast. But back then, like you got into it, and what, and then you what had some instruction. What did you do? You built, built like a little business around I, it. I, you? you know, I decided. Well, first of all, what, let me let me go back a second. I, when I went to Cal's with the, the, the FU crowd, right? Yep. Remember, I remember a couple of days later, I'm going to go back the next day with my dog on the board. It was flat. And my dog I had this dog that was super loyal. He popped on the board and I paddled back out. And all those people that had given me this. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to do that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like hang on a minute. <laughs> Hang on a second. What happened to this? Yeah. <laughs> right. I remember falling off the back of the board because I was still a kook and the board continuing to go through cows with a dog on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just people fleeing. Happy, yeah. But I decided, I go, you know what? This is this this right here is a new. This is this this is going to be a moneymaker. I could yeah. see this was going to be a moneymaker, but I knew it wasn't going to be a moneymaker in Santa Cruz. I knew it was going to be a moneymaker over the hill. Yep. Where money was, where money was, yeah, it introduced people to flat water. People could now surf right. on flat water. So I decided to get all the permits for all the lakes in the Bay Area, and I got all the permits for the lakes in the Bay Area. I put all the paddle boards on them and rented boards to people. Nice. Yeah, it was. You know, I drive. I go to the. I go to Lake Vasono in Los Gatos on a Sunday mm-hmm. morning. There'd be twenty people waiting in line. Wow, that's cool. It was it was a crazy experience. Yeah, man. Funny. And then were you still like SCP or starting to SCP surf more and more here in Santa Cruz? Like uh, yeah. as those I, days I went gave on. up. I just I didn't surf anymore. Just all I did was paddle surf. Yeah. And then you know, there's still I'm an old rugby player, so I got thick skin. Right. Right. So anybody can. I didn't give a shit. If somebody said, "Yeah, there was all the there was always the." It's funny the crowd that's the the crowd or those guys that are yelling at me. What are they riding now? <laughs> Boots. <laughs> uh, that's classic, right? man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, because it's interesting, and now kind of if you fast forward a little bit to today, SCP. Like, yeah. if you had thought ten years ago when it first kind of started to come to come to be something, you're like, well, it's just going to happen because it's a cool sport. It's fun. It's just going to happen, you know. But it really never did to the degree that it did in warm water, Southern Cal, not everywhere, Hawaii, et cetera. I mean, so 
but you're still out riding one. So what do you think the deal is with that? I mean, it's a acceptance by the local community of the sport itself, which is still hasn't happened. I'd say, I mean, what are your thoughts on all that? I think, I think it's, it's like, it's like uh, snowboarding is to skiing. You know, they were first, yeah. they were hated at first and now you're now it's, well, that's take you know, snowboarding take is even more popular, but I think it's become popular. I think people have like calmed down on it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I'm still the guy that's going to go up to somebody at second peak or over there and go, if I see a guy who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, yeah. dude, you got to take that over there. You got to take it over there because you don't know what you're doing. This is not the spot. And then people yell at me. Yeah. Who's your discuss. friend? Neil? Who's that fuck? Who's your fucking friend? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know the guy. <laughs> but I'll go over. I go, dude, if you don't know what you're doing and you're a hazard to people, go to yeah. 38th or go to somewhere else and learn how to ride it. Then you can come back. Yeah, I think yeah. anybody. I think I think it's like anything. If you have res if you if you don't if you're not a kook and you, you have respect, have a respect for other people. You don't just paddle off to every freaking wave. You let you let waves go by. Let the surfers get them. Yeah, and then you get the you get, people see that, and they get you they get you gain their respect, and they leave you alone. I right. mean, I got I was out there this morning. No one ever says anything to me anymore. But I. Right, they know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that it's, it's that guilty by association thing, and I think foiling is. I'd say exactly the same thing, which is you got people who are respectful, understand you don't, you don't do it in there's crowds, et cetera. There's times and places, but there's people who don't do that, who go below it. And then if I'm walking with my foil and people are like, Josh, what are you doing? You shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, dude, you, I'm not the guy who's doing it wrong. You know what I'm saying? But it's the same kind of thing. It's like, you, there's this association with right. the ones who are kind of blowing it, you know, right. which natural just I guess. Respect, just have respect for people and you're going to get along if yeah. disrespectful people are going to let you know people let you know very quickly yeah yeah so what's your thoughts then i mean if you kind of put scp and foiling two sports that are you know and then surfing side by side by side here in santa cruz how do you kind of characterize the community at large not really letting those two things in scp has been trying to come in for a long time it is a little bit, but not like, you know, there's not lineups, you know, really people. And foiling is the same thing. Is it closed mindedness? Is it just, I mean, what would you call that? I think, I think it's just the safety aspect of it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're doing, where, where are you foiling at? I mean, I, I would never get on one, but I mean, I would, if I was going to get on foil, fo I was, if I was going to get on a foil, I wouldn't do it somewhere where there aren't any people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, and then learn to know what like Vince, like, you know, like, like Vince Broglio, right? You know, Vince? Oh yeah, we, yep. you know Vince comes flying through by me one day. I'm like, holy shit! He's like these big, big grin on his face, flying. But I know he looked like he knew what he was doing. But I think if you don't know what you're doing, it's you can be riding a two by four out there. If you don't know, don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're disrespectful, yeah. you're gonna get asked to leave. Yeah, yeah. But I just think you're, you know, I think you're respectful, or you know, it's just about being. I think it's just being knowledge and respect. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I agree. I agree. And sometimes I do think too, having grown up here and seen it all for the last 40 years, dating myself, um, kind of a willingness, a, a, an unwillingness to really tr adopt new things, you know, whether it's safe or not. I mean, example, bodyboarding never took off. It's almost still kind of dissed today in some places. And it, you know, and that's, but in Hawaii, it's different. Guys are sharing the peak at pipe with, you know, the J-O-Bs of the world is totally cool. Um, you know, so I don't know. And maybe it's just different. I think Santa Cruz, we have like this shortboard or, long, you know, surfboard or the highway type of mentality sometimes. Depends where, you, depends where you're surfing at. You're talking you talk about yeah. the lane or the point. I think yeah. people, you know, I think the I think the young Groms are going, still going to people like, 
flee or roof forward and, and getting that this that that how they how the things were back then is still trickled down mm-hmm. to, to back into the water at the lane still today. I, I think you know I, I think you're going to go. Hmm, I think maybe t- surfing's changed a lot. Yeah, it's just inundated with people. It's just not. It's just not the. It's it's just not the same. It's sad, but I nothing nothing you can do. I can't. I can't. Uh, condone people. I can't yell at a. I can't yell at somebody at a, or because the li- I can't yell because the lineup is crowded. Fuck! I want to go surfing. You know, the guy they talk about the beaches being closed, right? Now this weekend the beaches were yeah. inundated with people. I understand that, but if I'm the if I'm living in Sacramento, fuck! I want to go to the beach too. Yeah. But we need to close the beaches. But I think going back to what you were saying, I I just think it's. Uh, Santa Cruz is its own entity. Mm. I, think, I don't think there's anywhere else like it as far as surfing is concerned. It's still its own entity right here. It's just a little different. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And what's so interesting too is it is its own entity. It is, I would call it like old school, just to the roots of surfing, surfing. Like that's why uh, some other things haven't really been let in here. But we get this huge influence from like, of non-beach people, <laughs> putting it nicely, nope. Sacramento, Central Valley, San Jose people of the world. Uh, it's just this kind of weird dichotomy, you know? Give me, give me, give me give an example. I've been paddleboarding for 25 years, right? I, I've never been to First Peak. I won't go through First Peak if it's flat. <clears throat> I, if it's, I won't go to Sewer Peak. Yeah. Even if it's flat, I won't go to the lane. Even if it's flat, I won't. I just stay away. I want people... People can see that I'm not in going to those yeah. places. Not even, not even if it's a completely flat day and I'm paddling through. I just, I go around it. I just don't go near them. I yeah, just, it's I interesting. Think, you know, I just don't. Yeah. Want to, it just doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. You yeah. know, at the hook. I don't go paddling through the hook, even if it's flat. I would go paddle. I go around it. Yeah. You'll take the long way around. I go surf yeah. sharks and privates and Capitola and Bombora and all the way down. But like. Those places that uh, those places that have rules, and stip- uh, they have rules. So you just I go around them, yeah. even if it's a lake. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and that's that's the that's great because there's many people who do that. I know, like I mean, Bob's another great example on the west side. It's cool if he's sort of hanging on the outer edge of the slot on his SUP because he gets it. He's not in anybody's way. Plus, he's Bob, right? But still, he just earned that right because he does it. He, he's respectful of the lineup and the whole scenario. And then other people creep up and they it, it's self-regulating. Like, you know that too. And it, people don't really last that long. So then what's your quiver like? I mean, you've seen, you've kind of been part and seen like the big tanker SUPs back in the day. And now what are you riding? Like, how's that changed for you? I started off with 11.6 and then I got these big surf tech, huge boats. And then I went, kind of got, you know, 10 six to 10 foot, <clears throat> excuse me. And then I met my friend, Kirk McGinty. You know Kirk McGinty? No, I don't. In the L41, he makes the L41 surfboards, oh, okay. the paddleboards. Yep. Well, Kirk and I are friends, and he's a shaper, and he makes paddleboards. I mean, he's, he's, a ge- he's, like, he's a genius. He works for Google and the virtual reality. He's just mm. he's a, he's oh, a wow. genius, right? But he started making these short boards, real short. So I go, okay, I'll try one. Next thing I know, I'm riding an eight something or other, a seven six. Then I went, I went as low as a six ten. 
and I'm riding the 610, which is no day at the beach. It, it, it's very yeah. hard to ride. Yeah, super tipping. You can only last like an hour because you're worn out from riding it. Plus, I'm right. old. I, and I, you know, and then I see Kirk. Now he's going back to he because he was riding short ones. Now he's going back to long longboard. <laughs> Go, Kirk. I felt like you led me down the garden path and shortboard. <laughs> now you're fucking riding eleven foot. He goes, dude, I'm over that small shit. I want to ride the limo. I want to ride the limo. Yeah, the Cadillac. Like. So I, I got a now I've got a, I got a nine six from Bob Pearson, which I rode this morning, mm-hmm. and it was for me it was hard to ride because I've been riding a twelve foot tanker. Wow. I mean, yeah, just get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Catching, catching waves this big yeah. and laughing my ass off. I'm like, why am I riding these? You know, so I, I saw Kirk this morning. He goes, Neil, meet us at 6 30. You know, we're going to be riding our tankers tomorrow morning. <clears throat> so now everyone's riding back to riding like, yeah. I see, all these, I see all these guys in these boards are like this, this, you know, like they're like this big. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> So hard to stand on them, yeah. I want no part of that. Put me on a, yeah. a bathing suit, shorts, and right. uh, you know, and a big board. I'm good. Yeah, that's nice. I'm riding, yeah. a, 12, I'm riding a 12 foot uh, vessel paddleboard. I'm riding a 10 foot vessel paddleboard and the nine six Pearson. Cool, nice little quiver. Yeah. Did you get you any know, good I, waves this winter? I did. Memorable. Good. Yeah, yeah. I, I did get some good waves this winter. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I, be, I surf a lot down the beaches and stuff and up north oh, and yeah. uh, stay out of the tents. I've been going, I've been leaving town yep. just to get away from the crowd. So surfing yep. at Davenport or <clears throat> Greyhound Rock or south of Woodell or down at Manresa. Nice. On the other side of the jetty at Moss Landing. Anywhere away from people. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, the deal these days, unless the swell's pumping and it blows everybody around. You can get out at our normal spots, but otherwise you want a little, a little yeah. isolation, just a little bit of mellowness. Uh, I do the same we're, thing, man. We're lucky. I mean, look at who's doing any sports nowadays with the COVID-19. No one's doing any sports. I've seen people running. I never seen, I never seen so many people run in my life. Yeah. Some running, mountain biking, biking, some running, mountain biking, running, and you can surf. Yep. I know we are super lucky, yeah. super lucky. So talk about your writing, man. I mean, uh, wait, is that something that you had a knack for as a kid and went through <laughs> school and I all that, to, or is something you've picked up along the way? Uh, I, no, I, I went to university back in England, but when I came here, I was, uh, when I, my first son went to Harbor High, <clears throat> I, um, the kids were the, the kids were in a contest one day at the hook. All these kids, at the, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, these kids were in this contest at the hook. And I pick up the paper the next day and I see girls JV tennis on the front page. I'm like, why is girls JV tennis on the front page when we got these kids? It's, it's a surf city and blah 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 blah. And these kids from high school are just having this crazy matches. And it was a big. It was a there was a big uh, scholastic. Get together, yep. all these kids. So I called the Sentinel and I complained. I said, <laughs> I said okay, you got girls JV tennis. And these kids are surfing their asses off. Hey, this is Surf City. What happened? What's going on? They go, we don't have anybody right for us. I'm like, well, you got to find somebody. So I know they talked to Peter Mel. I know they talked to Wingnut. And who? both of them said no. And then um, the gal, my editor, Julie, uh, she, she, she goes, Neil, I want to meet with you. So I met with her. She goes, do you have any writing experience? I go, I wrote a little blog for Big Stick. It was like, pathetic. <laughs> she goes, you're our guy. 
<laughs> Good enough. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm the guy. I've never written before for a mag for a newspaper. It will teach you. But the beauty of it was, is, and I'm a, a kook from England. I got to sit down with these, <laughs> all these people that would normally give, wouldn't give me two yeah. seconds, right? Like Doug Hout or Bob Pier whoever it would be. Um, there's a million names, right? Yeah. And I go, hey, I'm with, I'm with a Sentinel. I'd like to write an article about you. And they tell me just, the next thing you know, I've, I spend all day with a Johnny Rice. Yeah. All day with somebody and do and, and, and write my interview, do interview them, and I, but I get to spend the day with somebody. Yeah, that's and sweet. I get all these connections through doing that, and I was blessed. And that's then I real and then I understood that, I understood that this town has so many interesting people, not just surfing, that I've interviewed, not just surfing at all, because I had a second show at KSCO, which was nothing to do with surfing. <clears throat> All it was was interviewing people from Santa Cruz, hmm. and um, each, so I, I knew that just just take KSCO right from the radio station there. You take a half mile radius, just a half mile from KSCO, not yeah. not West Side, not uh, half mile from KSCO. I had enough guests for two years. Wow. Yep, it's true. It's like a hotbed right there, epicenter of all these people. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was, and then hop, and and then all those people. But I like if I interview them on the radio, they would have to come back because an hour was not long enough to talk right. about uh, Vince Broglio or mm -hmm. or uh, Michelle Junot or whoever whoever it may be, whatever Nat Young, whoever you know, Nat Young can't tell the story in an hour. I haven't come back. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that's it's awesome. Like the Tonight Show. Right, right. Part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you still writing then now doing nope. interviews for the paper no no they got no money yep yep so you know i did it for free for a little bit and that got old after a while so yeah you know now do you, miss, just, do you miss it at all like just kind of uh, bury yourself in words and type did, in and no yeah i was the worst because i would be like I, I procrastinate and and i i lived on 38th avenue 30 excuse me 36th avenue and if I drove down to the to the ocean to turn left to go to wherever, I see the surf, and I go yeah. home and get my. I go fuck <laughs> it, fuck it. I'm gonna go home and go surf. <laughs> I used to have to drive up 38th Avenue, not go to, and see yeah, the, see the you surf. You wouldn't see it. Yeah, I get distracted. <laughs> but then my but then my editor, she's like, she'd be yelling at me because I, I was I procrastinate. I mean, one year it was a huge south swell, and I, I was writing an article about somebody, and it was my my deadline was. Thursday morning, Tuesday, she called me. Neil, how's the article coming along? Oh, it's coming along great. You're going to love it. Wednesday, she has, Neil, make sure. <laughs> and she knew me. Julie knew me. Make sure it's Thursday at 9 o'clock, Neil. Get that article to me. Email it to me. Yeah, Julie, don't. It's looking, it's looking, it's looking, it's looking good. Meanwhile, the swell, this surface pumping, right? <laughs> I'm pumping south swell like, like in August. Yeah. Perfect. Thursday. I mean, where's that fucking article you saw? <laughs> I should be half-beaming or bombing me, right? I go, I don't worry. It's coming. I just need a little more time. I'm just the, the finishing touches. Friday. Screaming oh, at geez. me, right? I go, I promise, <laughs> Julie, I will have it to you by tomorrow morning. I promise. I know. I've been surfing. So I never got the article to her because I never wrote it. I never wrote one word. And then it, where, ah. in, the new, in the newspaper, there was a big picture of me, like big picture of me in the paper. 
And underneath, no un underneath it, it just went, Neil went surfing. Ah, that's today's headline. Yeah. <laughs> she did. Uh, that's a good one, man. That's classic. Did you cut that out? Yeah, I still have it, yeah. yeah. Neil, went, Neil went surfing. <laughs> surfing. Like, oh, God. Oh, that's classic, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then what's like, now that, well, once we got out of the COVID lockdown, I mean, you're kind of fired up on getting a bunch of episodes out, interviews, people have time. I mean, w w any big plans later this year once things kind of return to normal? Well, who knows what we can, who knows what's going to happen, right? You got yeah. to be day by day and see what, see what we can do and see what we can't do. I don't know. Yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy doing my show. I'm happy going surfing. I have a, cool. my son's getting married in October. Nice. Congrats, so, man. Uh, thank you. So I'm stoked about that. So um, everything's good. Nice. That's all that matters day to day these days. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, got good some, I got some good shows coming up. John Leopold, the supervisor. Yeah. Andy Mills, the police chief. And we have, big, we have a big surprise show coming up. Dead Ooh. secret. Top secret. Top secret. Double secret probation. Top it secret. Is huh? Top secret. Yeah. It's nice. Be a big show coming up. Awesome. Awesome, top man. Secret. Well, to check it out. So for yeah. folks listening now, it's offthelipradio.com. Is that yep. sorry? Offthelipradio.com. Okay. Or you can go to iHeart, Spotify, yep. Pandora, yep. Google Podcast, iTunes, TuneIn. It's all over nice. the place. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Good, yeah, good, good, you. fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And what you're on, I think, 300, almost 370 episodes right Almost now. 370. Yeah, it's unbelievable, Dude, man. It's that unbelievable. big, man. That's so cool. I'm going Shows strong. What, yeah. Shows you what the town's got. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true, yeah. man. Awesome, Neil. Well, hey, I've been stoked to have you, dude. And thank yeah, thank you for your time and good luck with uh, just everything, man. We'll, thank you very uh, much. I appreciate we'll you. Be in time. touch. Been yeah. fun. Thank you. Awesome. All right, All right. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Bye bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another podcast episode. Can't do it without you. If you like what you heard, would really appreciate you sharing the podcast with people you know who might enjoy the stories that we hear and the guests we have on. And of course, even better reduce plastic, do something good for the ocean and for each other. Thanks again. We'll catch you on the next episode.